You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Hey, thanks for joining me today. Uh, I am fired up for this weekend. I hope you are too. We launch our At The Movie series on all of our Eastside campuses, which is a really creative way to teach. This weekend, we're calling it Back to Church Weekend, and the movie is Back to the Future, and I sure hope you can make it to a campus. If you're joining us online and can't make it to a campus, we're going to have a special series just for you. Now, this week, we've been talking about finding God in our spiritual search, and, you know, there's some people who search for God because kind of a a pain-relieving God, but I think Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, was kind of searching. His only interest in God is if he was a prosperity-producing God. And we're going to see in a few moments that Pharaoh's only interest in God was to the extent that God could help him advance his empire, that God could help him be more successful and prosperous. And I think there's, frankly, a lot of people like this. It's, you know, the the young business person looking for God's help and receiving a promotion. It's the unmarried person looking to God for a partner. It's the student looking to God for a good report card. It's the entrepreneur looking to God to help build a business. And the common thread in all these stories is someone is seeking God to help get his supernatural voltage to make their own dream a reality. Moses goes before Pharaoh and says, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, let my people go. Exodus 5.2. And is that so, retorted Pharaoh, and who is the Lord that I should listen to him and let Israel go? I don't know the Lord and I will not let Israel go. Pharaoh doesn't know God, and he isn't interested in God, especially if that means letting go of the Israelites, you know, his free labor force. Well, Moses regroups, goes back to Pharaoh to seek the release of the Israelites a second time. But Exodus 7.13 says, Pharaoh's heart, however, remained hard and stubborn. He still refused to listen, just as the Lord had predicted, the Bible says. Pharaoh refuses to listen. Pharaoh's heart is hard. You see, Pharaoh claimed to be divinity, and so God shows up in power, and then God gives him nine object lessons of who the one true God is. God sent a series of plagues on Egypt, remember that? And he would give Pharaoh nine opportunities to listen to him, nine opportunities to show that he was dealing with the true God. First, in the presence of Pharaoh, Moses took his staff and turned water in the river to blood. The river smelled horrendous. Blood was everywhere. But Pharaoh's heart was still hard. And so God sent a plague of frogs. Frogs were everywhere, hopping in your pant leg, filling up your bathtub. Next was a plague of gnats, followed by a plague of flies. The fifth plague was a livestock epidemic. All the livestock of the Egyptians died, but not one of the Israelites' livestock. So that was followed by a plague of boils that broke out over both the people and the animals in Egypt. And then there was a plague of hail. And with that, all hail broke loose. But it did not hail where the Israelites lived. Now, it appears by the eighth plague, Pharaoh was starting to wear down a little. The eighth plague was the one of locust. And at this point, Pharaoh appears to be softening. Under pressure, Exodus chapter 10, beginning in verse 16, says that Pharaoh quickly summoned Moses and Aaron and said, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. Now forgive my sin once more and pray to the Lord your God to take this deadly plague away from me. Notice Pharaoh appears to be spiritually searching. He calls for Moses and Aaron. He confesses his sin. He asks for prayers. 
But deep down, it's not about a broken heart. It's, it's about his own prosperity. He wasn't broken. He was just miserable. He just wanted the pain to stop. But notice when push came to shove, he still, the Bible says, would not let the Israelites go. That led to the ninth plague, darkness. And you know, there's something eerie about darkness. Now, you, you might be tempted to think, well, darkness was the least of the plagues, but I think it might have been the worst. Now, friends, Pharaoh has had nine different opportunities to soften his heart for God. But his own prosperity-seeking agenda kept getting in the way. And this happens all the time. People develop our own agenda, our own aspirations, our own goals, our own objectives. And then we ask God to bring his supernatural voltage to help us instead of seeking God and his kingdom first and discovering what his agenda is. We want God's energy, but not his approval. We want God's blessing, but not his will. So what are you really searching for? Are you searching simply for a prosperity-producing God? Or are you searching to find the true God? We'll dive into this deeper tomorrow, and I hope to see you then. God, we know you're interested in our lives and you want us to pray about everything, but so many times I know in my own life I fear that my prayers are selfish and I'm asking you to bless my agenda rather than seeking first your agenda. So God, today, may we be mindful of this thought and may we be people who seek first the kingdom of God. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Catch you tomorrow.